Welcome to another podcast episode from Israel Unite Podcast Radio with your host, the Apostle Ruben. All praises to the Most High, brothers and sisters, on this Sabbath day. I am your host, the Apostle Ruben, podcasting out of Little Rock, Arkansas. Well, brothers and sisters, this is part two to the podcast episode, The Three Heavens. I did part one last week, but I want to do part two, and part two is going to be significantly shorter than part one because there was a little more proof in part one to heaven being rulership and kings. But as this podcast, we're going to prove the second and third heaven. Now, basically, brothers and sisters, when you understand the doctrine of heaven, you have ministers today that say that when you die, you go up into heaven. When the soul leaves the body, as they say, or the spirit leaves the body, you are reincarnated in heaven with a body with your soul and you dwell and live and walk around and praise with those who have died before you and when ministers try to prove it they go to scriptures like we went through last week second kings chapter 9 through 11, where Elijah was taken unto heaven. But we were able to prove seven years after Elijah was taken, the son of Jehoshaphat, which is Jehoram, in Second Chronicles 21, verse 12, Elijah wrote him a letter for his iniquities that he was committing as king, proving that Elijah was still alive seven years after he was taken into one of the heavens. Not the third, but one of the heavens. And placed in another place. I'm going to go over that real quick. I'm just going to show you in 2 Chronicles 21. This is seven years after he was taken from Elisha up into heaven. 2 Chronicles 21, verse 12. And there came a writing to him from Elijah the prophet, saying, Thus saith the Lord God of David thy father, because thou hast walked not walked in the ways of Jehoshaphat, thy father, nor in the ways of Asa, king of Judah, but has, verse 13, but has walked in the way of the kings of Israel, which is the northern kingdom. They split in 1 Kings chapter 12. There was a king of Israel, and there was a king of Judah. Israel had the most wicked kings of all, and has made Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem to go a whoring, like to the whoredoms of the house of Ahab, which was the king of Israel, which his son, who was also named Jehoram, 
became king, you read that in Second Kings chapter 3, verse 1. So Jehoshaphat named his son Jehoram, and Ahab named his son Jehoram. And had and also has slain thy brethren of thy father's house, which were better than thyself. So the proof of that is that Elijah wasn't taken to the third heaven. He was taken into the sky and placed in another place where he could not be found. So that what these preachers are trying to pass is true is not. Let's go to the book of 2 Samuel, chapter 18, and we're going to begin in verse 9. This is talking about Absalom, one of the sons of David. 2 Samuel 18, verse 9. And Absalom met the servants of David. And Absalom went under the thick boughs of a great oak, and his head was and his head caught hold of the oak. So he went up under a great oak, a, a great oak tree, and Absalom, having long hair, had his head caught in a branch of the oak. We're reading this in 2 Samuel 18, verse 9. I'm going to start over. And Absalom met the servants of David, and Absalom rode upon a mule, and the mule went under a thick bows of a great oak. So he went under the thick bows of a great oak, and his head caught hold of the oak, and he was taken up between earth and heaven. Excuse me. He was taken up between the heaven and the earth. And the mule that was under him went away. So the Bible says when Absalom's hair was caught in the oak, he was taken up between heaven and the earth. Now, we know that Absalom is not up in the third heaven. This is the usage that the Bible uses when it talks about heaven. Heaven is the surrounding air and the sky. That is the second heaven. We know that the heaven that Absalom is in between heaven and earth is not talking about up there where God dwells. This is the air, the sky, the air from, from the air to the sky. This would be what's called the second heaven. Jeremiah chapter 8. Jeremiah chapter 8. In verse 7. God says, Yea, the stork in the heaven knoweth her appointed time, and the turtle and the crane and the swallow observe the time of their coming. But my people 
no, not the judgment of the Lord. The judgment of the Lord is the law of the Lord, the Bible, the worst in the Bible. My people don't know them because these ministers don't read it to them. When Elijah was taken into heaven, he was taken into the sky. Absalom, when his head got caught in the great oak, he was up between heaven and earth. We know that it wasn't where Christ and God dwells, Father. But it was the air, which is an example of the second heaven. Deuteronomy chapter 4. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 19. God warns the children of Israel. He says, verse 19, Unless thou lift up thine eyes into heaven, and when thou seest the sun and the moon and the stars, even all the host of heaven, shouldest thou be driven to worship them and serve them which the lord thy god hath divided unto nations all nations under the whole heaven so unto the other nations who kept the worships of the planets like the sun the moon and the stars because we're going to read this very same thing in the book of second kings 23 and 5 Second Kings, chapter 23, verse 5. Let's read it, brothers and sisters. It says, And he put down the idolatrous priest, whom the king of Judah had ordained to burn incense in the high places in the cities of Judah and in the places round about Jerusalem, them also that burn incense to Baal, and to the sun, and to the moon, and to the planets. The planets are in the Bible. And all of the host of heaven. God does not dwell from here in the air to space. There is another heaven that is unseen that the Father and the Son are in. So the second heaven is from the air to space. Let's get the understanding of that. Now, when we go to the book of Ezekiel, chapter 18, the prophet Ezekiel, these are some examples that the Bible gives us to understand that when these preachers teach the innocent that when you die, you go to heaven, no. There are three versions of the heavens. Now remember, they used 
Elijah as an example. Even though Elijah was alive and not dead, Elijah, see that that already, brothers and sisters, that ends that. Elijah didn't die and then was taken. He was alive when he was taken. Even though he wasn't taken to the third, he was taken into the sky, the second heaven, and dropped off again as we saw, as we've already proven. Let's look at Ezekiel. Ezekiel chapter 8, verse 3 says, and he put, this is the angel, and he put forth the form of an hand and took me by the lock dreadlock well who has dreadlocks lock that's what locks are of mine head and the spirit lifted me up between the earth and heaven same thing as you've seen with absalom earth and heaven and brought me in the visions of god to jerusalem to the door of the inner gate that looketh toward the north, where was the seat of the image of jealousy, which provoketh unto jealousy, idolatry. So heaven being three, most of what you read is them going into the sky. Now, it's very important that we look at the book of Job. The book of Job, chapter 14, verse 14. It says, if a man die, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time, I will wait till my change comes. Now, didn't Paul say that? And 1 Corinthians 15, verse 51. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 51 says this. Behold, I will show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed. Now here, sleep means die. So Paul is admitting that we may not all die but we shall be changed. But we're not the only one. We that do not die, we who remain are not the only ones that will be changed. The dead that are already dead in Christ or that are already dead shall be changed also. Like it says here in Job chapter 14, verse 14. We not only will we that don't die be changed, but also those that are dead have a change. And what is that change? In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. For the trump shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible. And we shall be changed also into, in, into incorruption. So the change Job is talking about is in corruption as we that are alive will be changed into those that are in incorruption or, or going to be incorruptible in Christ. 
You go back and look at Ecclesiastes. Chapter Ecclesiastes chapter 12. Ecclesiastes chapter 12. In verse 7. It says. Then the dust. Then shall the dust return to the earth as it was. And the spirit shall return unto God who gave it. What is that spirit? Job 34, verse 14. Job 34, verse 14 says this. It says, If he set his heart upon man, if he gather unto himself, his spirit and his breath, all flesh shall perish together and man shall turn again unto dust. So what makes man alive is the spirit, which is the breath. Before Adam even moved a muscle, God had to breathe in him the breath of life, which is the spirit. Then he became a living soul. So the spirit is the breath. See, if God takes his spirit right now, if God was to give one big suck of wind of his breath, he could remove from us his spirit and everything on this earth will die. Not go to heaven, but will die because it is his spirit, his breath, that makes us alive. And we that have borrowed that breath can do the works of God in truth and in righteousness at a chance at eternal life to be with him forever. The book of 1 Kings 22 First Kings 22, and I want to start in verse 19. We're going to look at the third heaven. And he says, Hear thou therefore the word of the Lord. This is a vision. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne, and all the host of heaven standing by him on his right hand and on his left. So he sees a vision into heaven and the throne of God. Now, what was missing from the second heaven? The throne. So Micaiah sees the throne of God. Verse 20. And the Lord said, who shall persuade Ahab, which was king at this time, that he may go up and fall at Ramoth Gilead? And one said on this manner, and another said on that manner. And there came forth a spirit, because we know according to Psalms chapter 104, Verse 4, 
when it says who maketh his angels spirits and his ministers of flaming fire now i'm going to let you know this right now spirits are not just angels but spirits is also referring to man also man in the bible is also called spirits let me give you one example because i'm going to do a podcast episode on first or second peter i think two and four the spirits in prison because that let me let me check real quick before i go back to uh, first kings when you look at second peter i think it's second peter chapter 2 verse 4 where it says for god for if god spared not the angels that sinned but cast them down into hell and deliverest them into chains of darkness to be reserved into judgment i'm going to show you brothers and sisters not only was the angels in heaven called angels and spirits but man also was called angels and spirits it's biblical so that podcast episode is coming up in the future. It will be called The Spirits in Prison. But what I want to do is I want to take you to show you that men are also and women are also called spirits. Flesh is called that. When you look at the book of Numbers, chapter 27, verse 16, it says, let the Lord, the God of the spirits of all flesh, set a man over the congregation. The spirits, the spirits of all flesh. So flesh is also called spirits. That's not the focal point. Second Kings 22, verse 21. And there came a spirit and stood before the Lord and said, I will persuade him. And the Lord said unto him, wherewith? And he said, I will go forth and I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets, Ahab. And he said, thou shalt persuade him and prevail also. Go forth and do so. So God gave leave for sin to happen unto Ahab. God, see, this is what people don't understand. When you read Isaiah 45, it says, I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and I create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. The Lord will bring evil upon you if you reject the understanding of his word, like Ahab did. So what he do? God gave leave for a spirit, a deceptive spirit, to go down and deceive Ahab into going to take over Ramoth Gilead. I know that's not the point, but the point is the third heaven is a throne room where God and his angels dwell. You look at the book of Acts chapter 7. Acts chapter 7, 
giving you some quick examples. Acts chapter 7, and we want to read this, verse 55. And he said, being full of the Holy Ghost, look up steadfast into heaven and saw the glory of God and Christ standing on the right hand of God. There were no people there. It was God and Christ standing on the right hand. That's why Christ said in John 3.13, and no man has ever ascended up into heaven. What heaven is that? The third heaven. But he that came down from heaven, even the son of man, which is in heaven, going right with the book of Proverbs, chapter 30. The book of Proverbs, chapter 30, and verse 4. It says, who hath ascended up into heaven, or descended? Who has gathered the wind in his fist? Who has bound the waters in a garment? Who has established all the ends of the earth? What is his name? And what is his son's name, if thou canst tell? There is no man that has lived and died ever gone up to heaven, whether dead or alive. No man. Paul, when he had vision of the third heaven, because it was a vision, that's why Paul said this. You could, they had visions of the third heaven, but they never went there. That's why Paul said in the book of 2 Corinthians 12. Again, we're going to look at it. 2 Corinthians 12, verse 2, he said, Second Corinthians 12, verse 2 says, I knew a man in Christ above 14 years ago. He's talking about himself. Whether in the body I cannot tell or whether out of the body I cannot tell, God knoweth such a one caught up to the third heaven. Now we know that this was a vision. We can understand that no man could be caught up to that third. That's why Paul says, whether in the body or out of the body. When it says out of the body or in the body or out of the body means vision. I knew such a man, verse 3, whether in the body or out of the body, I cannot tell. Again, he says, God knoweth how that he was caught up into paradise and heard unspeakable words, which is not lawful for man to utter. Paul, again, there was no people there. It was a doctrine created to keep from teaching what we're about to go to now, which is all over the Bible. This is what the pastor does not want to teach. This is why this doctrine was created. Final scripture. 
And at that time shall Michael, this is uh, Daniel chapter 12, verse 1. And at that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince, which standeth for the children of thy people. Thy people are the children of Israel. And there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation even to that same time. And at that time thy people shall be delivered, every one that shall be found written in the book. Brothers and sisters, the book of life was replaced by going to heaven. It's the reason why they did that. The book of life is from Exodus to Revelation. God has a book of life that you are written in, but there is a condition. That is why Sunday preachers can't teach it because that condition does not agree with their theology. That's why, brothers and sisters, so many people have been deceived by that doctrine. We'll do that podcast episode in the future, The Book of Life. All praises from Little Rock, Arkansas. I'm your host, the Apostle Ruby. This is IUPR with your host, the Apostle Ruby. Be sure next week, brothers and sisters.